Awejapitya Sinkara uh, dependent on uh, Aweja Sinkara arise, dependent on ignorance, can make evolution arise. So Aweja is unwholesome mental states. Uh, it is called Moha in Abhidhamma. So Aweja and Moha uh, are synonymous. So Aweja or Moha, you already know, uh, Moha means not knowing. But not knowing a subject which we not study, uh, which we have not studied is not Aweja, not knowing places where we have never been to is not Aweja. And 
not remembering names which we have not been acquainted with is not a wager. So such kinds of not knowing the names or places, etc., is merely lack of knowledge. Uh, it is not real uh, a wager at all. So it is merely the absence of uh, recognition, absence of uh, perception, absence of senior, not having perceived it before. Even uh, arahants have such kind of not knowing. Venerable Sariputra was very knowledgeable. He uh, is second only to the Buddha in wisdom. So one day he, uh, he gave a meditation technique to a young, uh, young monk, young bhikkhu practitioner. And Venerable Sariputra uh, uh, gave an inappropriate uh, method to to that monk. He thought that oh, young uh, young people uh, mostly have uh, lust. So he thought that Yam Beku was at the lustful age. He gave a Asubhakamatana meditation on uh, unpleasant object. That Asuba meditation, meditation on the impurity, it did not go uh, with that monk, even though the the traditional monk meditated for four months, he could not get the slightest nimitta signs of concentration. So if we have sensual desire, we have to practice asuba meditation, uh, meditation on impurities, uh, meditation on unpleasant objects. Now the young monk uh, practiced asuba meditation and he had no progress. Then that monk was taken to the Lord Buddha and Buddha surveyed the, the nature of the monk and Buddha uh, created and gave him a lotus blossom suitable to uh, his uh, nature. Lotus blossom is very beautiful and 
clean and that meditation is suitable for that monk and that monk practiced and he was delighted and when uh, Buddha showed him another stage another stage is the lotus flower withering withering and when the monk saw the uh, withering stage of the lotus flower he felt uh, samvega that means sense of urgency yes it's the nature of decaying is nature of death. Then Buddha gave that monk the discourse designed to make him realize the uh, nature of impermanence, suffering, and non-self. He practiced continuously, and finally that monk became an arhat. So in this episode, we have to understand the infinite knowledge of the Lord Buddha, and we have to understand uh, Venerable Sariputra was already at hand. He had no delusion. He is free from uh, Aweja. But there are things not known to Venerable Sariputra. So even the Venerable Sariputra did not know things beyond his vision. So not knowing things which have uh, which have not been taught, and those which belong to the domain of the Buddha. Uh, is not not uh, Aweja, not Moha. It is merely the weakness of their knowledge. So, for example, uh, take the case of a man who cannot see uh, a far away object in daylight. It is not due to a burial concealing the object from eyesight. It is only because of the weakness of his eyesight. So we have to understand the gross uh, type of awaja and fine type of awaja. Awaja or moha. Uh, which cannot discern between uh, what is unwholesome and what is wholesome is gross, gross form of awaja. So yogi is uh, practicing meditation. You are not totally ignorant, but uh, something ignorant. Because you practice meditation and you don't see the nature of impermanence, 
you don't see the nature of suffering, and you don't see the nature of non-self, and you not clearly understand the Four Noble Truths, you not totally understand the law of dependent origination, so that kind of awija is a subtle awija or fine awija. So the mind which is accompanied by a moha or awija is called delusive mind, foolish mind. And the, the man who is overpowered by delusion or ignorance is called mm-hmm. foolish man, dumb man, dull man, wild man, stupid man, or useless man. And uh, how many people are ignorant? Uh, and Buddha said, Andi Buddha Yan Loko, the world is in utter darkness. That means mostly people are dark, mostly people are blind, mostly people are ignorant. So again, there are two kinds of uh, moha or awaja, anusya form and priyotana form. Anusya means inherent tendency or lying, lying latent. And priyotana means rising up delusion two types. So when moha or aweja rises together with the mind, it is said that uh, the bad mind or the unwholesome one has appeared. Because of the concealing nature of um, priyotana moha, evil uh, consequences uh, which uh, which one may suffer in future uh, are not understood, and he not understand the evil of unwholesome action of the present. So even the learned person or virtuous person. And cannot see the evils of Awaja. And unfortunately, they will commit wrong deeds when Moha or Awaja arises. When the Moha or Awaja in the domains of evils uh, uh, it is the most wicked. So in this world, all the wickedness and stupidity originate from Aweja or Moha. So Aweja is the deep root of all wrongdoings.
So sometimes our bodhisattva was overwhelmed by Aweja. So once our bodhisattva name was Haridja. And he, when he uh, was grown up, he renounced the world. He abandoned all his immense properties of uh, 80 million money. And then he became a hermit, he became an ascetic, and he practiced meditation, and he attained uh, the great supernatural powers, Jana Abhinya. When rainy season came, as the rains were very heavy in the Himalayas, so the Hamid came to Baranasi and stayed in the king's gardens. So the king of Baranasi was his old friend. Uh, he was uh, yeah, he will become the venerable Ananda in the future, and the king. Uh, uh, now he was fulfilling perfection. Uh, perfection. So as soon as the king saw the hermit, he had great respect so much that he asked the hermit to stay in the royal garden. And the king supported the hermit with four requisites. And the king himself used to offer the hermit morning meals at the palace. So once uh, as a rebellion broke out in the country, so the king uh, himself had to go out to suppress the rebellion. Before setting out with his army, uh, the king requested the queen again and again not to forget to look after the hermit. So the queen offered morning means uh, at the palace uh, as told. So one early morning, the queen took a bath with scented water and put on very fine clothes and lay down on the couch waiting for the hermit. So Bodhisattva has supernormal power and he can fly. So Bodhisattva came through space to the palace and arrived at the palace window. Hearing the flutter of the hermit's robe, the queen quickly rose from her couch and her fine dress fell off her. So the hermit saw the naked queen and the Anusya Moha or Anusya Aweja, uh, which lay dormant 
rose quickly to the stage of Pariyotana Aweja. So the process is uh, the, the object enter to the uh, idol and then seeing consciousness arise and when these three combine together, uh, they are arose, uh, pasa, pasa contact. And later, from pasa contact, vedana, vedana the pleasant feeling arose. And then Dana, uh, the stone desire, favorite stone desire, the hermit uh, took the queen's hand and committed immoral transgression like a monster ogre. So we have to consider the stupidity arising through Aweja in this episode seriously. If such Aweja did not appear in Bodhisatta, he would not have committed such an evil deed, uh, even with the king's consent. But at the time, our Bodhisattva was overwhelmed by the darkness of Aweja, and he was unable to see the evils of deed in the present and in future existence throughout samsara. So the Hamid is Jana Abhinya, supernatural power, and he could fly in the air. Are they powerful? Yes, the Jana Abhinya, which uh, the Hamid had acquired uh, through uh, practice for all his life, was also unable to dispel the darkness of Aweja, because Aweja is stronger than uh, your Jana Abhinya, because it is only a mundane jhana. Instead, uh, Bodhisattva was overwhelmed by Aweja, and when Aweja comes, Tanna, uh, craving, also strongly appeared, and all jana abhinyas uh, vanish from bodhisattva. But our bodhisattva, the hermit, uh, was already quite matured in the profession parami. He fell down, but he, he got up very quickly. He just uh, thought, as a bit bitter lesson, and he greatly repented his wrong deeds. When the uh, king returned to 
to the country. And Hamid endeavored again to gain his jana abhinya. And he contemplated, I've done wrong, I've done wrong because of dwelling in close vicinity with the people. So he returned to the Himalayas. So it is his right place, Arinya. You have to go to the forest, Rokamula. You have to go to the foot uh, of tree, uh, Sonyagara. You have to go to the secluded place. You have to go to the meditation center to practice. So let us see the uh, connection between Salayana Pasa Vedana Tanda. Salayana six senses. Salayana Pasa contact. Pasa Vedana feeling and Tanda craving. So the impact of a sense object depends largely on the nature of the impression conveyed by the object. So if the pasa is not clear, it produces only mild vedana and mild and dana. So if the impression is vague and dim, it produces only mild feeling and mild craving. But if the pasa is uh, clear and vivid, uh, uh, the strong vedana and strong dana uh, strong feeling and strong desire. So uh, uh, sometimes the object object is desirable object. Now the uh, the desirable object of the queen, uh, and when there is eye contact, there arise. Pleasant feeling and craving. Thì trong cái câu chuyện đó là hoàng hậu là một cái đối tượng được cái vị đạo sĩ ưa thích. Cho nên cái ấn tượng để trong tâm của ngài rất là mạnh mẽ. Cho nên cái nhãn xúc lúc đó tức là cái xúc liên hệ với cái sự thấy trong cái sự thấy đó nó cũng rất là mạnh mẽ. Và vì như vậy nên cái lạc thọ tức là cái cảm giác sảng khoái thỏa thích trong tâm của cái vị đạo sĩ đó nó cũng mạnh mẽ cho nên cái ai nó cũng sinh khởi mạnh mẽ. Sometimes the, the object is undesirable and the impact may lead to uh, explosion and anger arise 
when we see the offensive object, and sometimes when we see the frightful object, anger or disliking arise, and unpleasant words are irritating to us, and sometimes um, people respect me and people honor me and pride, mana also arise because of the object of uh, uh, object of pride. Nếu mà cái đối tượng đó là cái đối tượng mà mình không thích hay là mình khó chịu thì cái kết quả là cái sự nổ bùng lên của những cái cơn giận hay là cái cơn bực bội thì hay là đôi khi cái đối tượng đó nó là cái đối tượng làm của cái sự sợ hãi thì cái ảnh hưởng của cái đối tượng này khi tiếp xúc với tâm thì tạo ra cái kết quả là tâm mình nó lo sợ đôi khi thì cái đối tượng đó là sự kính trọng của người khác nó tiếp xúc với tâm của mình là cái kết quả nó tạo ra một cái tâm cao ngạo ngã mạn vì cái đối tượng ở đây chính là cái đối tượng của cái sự ngã mạn đôi khi có những người khác mình họ giàu có hơn hay là họ thịnh vượng hơn mình thì khi mình tiếp xúc thì cái đối tượng đó tạo một cái ấn tượng mạnh trong tâm đưa ra khiến cho cái tâm mình sanh cái tâm ganh tị thì bởi vì cái đối tượng đó bởi vì cái sự thịnh vượng cái người mà thịnh vượng mà mình thấy đó là cái đối tượng cho cái sự ganh tị của mình đôi khi à, có những cái đối tượng mà mình chỉ muốn là một mình mình có thôi không muốn ai có hết thì nó tạo cái ấn tượng là cái xúc mạnh mẽ nơi tâm của mình khiến cho mình có cái tâm ích kỷ hay là cái tâm bất dung có nghĩa là không muốn người khác có cái đó thì như vậy vì cái đối tượng đó nó tạo cái ấn tượng sâu đậm trong tâm cho nên nó có những cái kết quả là mình có những cái tâm như vậy thì tất cả những cái ví dụ vừa kể là do cái sự do xúc mạnh tức là cái đối tượng nó tiếp xúc với cái căn của mình và cái đối tượng có cái bản chất có cái ấn tượng mạnh thì cái xúc nó sẽ mạnh và cái xúc mạnh thì tạo nên cái thọ cũng mạnh mẽ và thọ thì đưa tới cái ái cũng mạnh và từ cái ái thì mình dính mắc vào và mình làm những cái hành động uh, bất thiện sau đó Sometimes wholesome karma arise from pasa Sometimes the, uh, you are in the meditation hall and people are, yogis are practicing meditation very energetically. The, these are objects of devotion and faith arise. And sometimes uh, you see people uh, whom you should forgive and tolerate and then uh, you have uh, uh, metta to them, adosa. 
as sometimes he objects uh, Buddhas and Arahants and very uh, honest uh, uh, practitioner. So these objects make us more mindful. So yogi are practicing mindfulness continuously And during the practice of meditation, the nature of pasa can be realized empirically. Yogi notes, seeing, seeing, hearing, hearing, rising, falling, sitting, etc., every moment of uh, their arising. And true, yogi concentration develops. A yogi comes to realize that seeing process, that hearing process is not uncaused. That process is not created by a person. It is a psychophysical phenomena. There is eye sensitivity and there is the visual object as its cause, and seeing consciousness as its effect. So yogi realized uh, personally. Pasapitya Vedana, the impact on the sense organ leads to feeling uh, that may be pleasant, unpleasant, or indifferent according to the nature of the sense object. If the object is beautiful, there arises pleasant feeling. If the object is undesirable, we have unpleasant feeling. If the object is neither ugly nor lovely, and the feeling is indifferent. So the neutral feeling does not give rise to any comment, whether uh, favorable or unfavorable. Uh, indeed, it is not even recognized as a feeling, but it is accepted by uh, the ego. I see it. I see the man, I see the woman. In fact, these three kinds of feeling have nothing, nothing to do with uh, I or ego or self. Uh, these are only the mental process stemming from uh, sense contact. When our eye sensitivity is uh, functioning, when our eyes is open and at that moment, and then when the object is in front of us, it is present, 
and they arise seeing consciousness at that moment. And from this process, there arise contact, and there comes pleasant or unpleasant feeling. So these are only the mental process stemming from sense object. A yogi hey, mindfully observes seeing, seeing, or hearing, hearings. For hearing, hearing, the sound wave hey, hey, coming to the hey, eardrum wave by wave and not totally disappear. So this uh, process cannot be called I see or I hear or uh, this process is nothing to do with the ego or self. Yogi understand uh, with the practice of meditation. So every is seen, hearing, etc. Yogis are observing. A yogi realized their true nature, it disappear or not disappear, is very important. Yogi have to check again and again. If not disappear is wrong, it disappear is correct. Everything disappear very, very fast. Uh, at the at the at the place at that moment uh, it disappear and when yogi uh, understand the true nature of the uh, uh, phenomena tana uh, can tana uh, can be extinguished momentarily uh, during the practice of vipassana but when yogi continue to practice, and at the moment of mega, Arya mega, the tana can be uh, extinguished totally. We have to stop our discourse for today. We will continue next time. I, uh, by practicing Satipatthana Vipassana meditation, by observing uh, Vijnana, Namarupa, Salaina, Pasa, Vedana, uh, which are present results or which are presently arising objects, uh, by uh, noting, sitting, standing, walking, stretching, bending, seeing, hearing, etc., continuously and meticulously, may all practitioners remove all mental defilements momentarily and totally may all practitioner realize the real peace in the very near future. Sadhu, sadhu, sadhu.